Hi, it's Marion Ellis here and welcome to the Surveyor Hub podcast, Business Bite Size, where we talk about being in the business of surveying. You don't need to compete when you know who you are. Bernadette Jiwa. In many ways, I think I could stop this podcast right there. When you know who you are, be it in business or life, you aren't compelled to compete. Why? Because you're clear on who you serve, why you do what you do, the value you bring to your clients, and importantly, are able to charge what you are worth. And yet so many surveyors who run businesses too often suffer from comparisonitis and have one eye on the competition rather than doing the work to understand who their clients are I want to hand money over to because they value the experience you bring as a surveyor. So where do you begin? Well, firstly, do the market research. Find out what your competitors are up to. What is their social media like? Do they get much engagement? What do they offer? What are they charging? What is their feedback like? Make a note of what you like, hate and are curious about. Notice what is different about the way you approach your work and your competitor, but without judgment. Try and see it from a client's point of view, as well as what you think is the right thing to do. Collate the information in a file or online folder and leave it there. You don't need to worry about it, but it means you have it to hand. Secondly, write a list or maybe even spend some time journaling about the things that really bother you about your competitors. Do they have a strong brand presence online? Do they have good relationships with agents and you don't? Do they get the referrals first? Are their fees very low? And do they undercut you after you've perhaps already quoted? Are they more or less qualified or experienced than you? There are a couple of things at play here. Firstly, be honest with yourself. There are likely to be things, practical things that you wish you were able to do that your competitors are really getting the hang of. Maybe you don't know how, or maybe you are telling yourself you do not have the budget to do, for example, have a great brand, website, and social media. All of that stuff is a simple fix. You need to be thinking who can help you, not how can you do this. You do have a network of support around you, even if it means roping in the kids or your office graduate to help you work out social media. The problem is we often don't ask because it opens up our vulnerability and means we might have to admit we actually don't know something. It might be you've always had personal referrals and never had to build a business or brand in this way or share your journey as a surveyor to attract future clients. Marketing your business and having a clear presence helps reassure new and existing clients that they made the right decision choosing you. So it's much more than just marketing and and the way customers interact and validate has changed over the years. Not paying attention to this area, I'm sorry to say, doesn't stand you in good stead when it comes to not only growing a business, but also adding value to what you do if you want to sell the business in the future or build resilience if the market turns. But it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to cost you an awful lot of money. And secondly, when you look at your competitors, it may be that in some way you have some sort of judgment over the way a business should be run. 
the way a surveyor should perform and what reports should look like. There is no right or wrong way so long as you follow the regulations. There's no old-fashioned or modern way, tech or no tech. There is just the way that you do business which resonates with your clients. So it's important to make sure you're talking to the right ones. You might even have some old school thinking or even bias. And I see that a lot with some members and fellows against associate members. It might be that you are not giving yourself permission to be a business owner and to hustle for work and build relationships because of the way you have learned to do business. And let's face it, many of us are self-taught. You might even have some old school thinking or even bias. And I see that a lot with some members against associate members. It may also be that you are not giving yourself permission to be a business owner and to hustle for work and build relationships because of the way you've learned to do business. And many of us are self-taught, let's face it. It's not necessarily about learning new skills or tricks, and you certainly don't need to have an MBA. Often just allowing yourself to be curious and explore can reap huge benefits if you give yourself as a business owner the gift of time. You don't need to compete when you know who you are and focusing your energies on getting super clear on what you do and who you serve means that from a client's point of view, there is an obvious differentiator from the outset. For example, if your website, messaging and testimonials all make clear you work with high-end properties and lawyers producing detailed reports, is a customer looking for a cheap help-to-buy valuation really going to contact you? And if they are, you need to think about the story you are telling people on your website and how you're listing your business because it's wasting your time. If a client comes back to you to renegotiate a fee over a nominal amount, put simply, don't. Start with explaining why you are the most expensive surveyor in town. Restate your experience and the value that you bring. It casts doubt in the mind when you reply with, gosh, I'm not sure why any surveyor would work for such a low fee. We're clearly not comparing like for like here. Never be derogatory against your competitor. Just show that you are better and why. And if you really struggle with that, then get someone else to do it. A virtual admin assistant or a VA can work wonders for your business and act as a gatekeeper and certainly cheaper than your time as a surveyor. And when you know who you are and feel good about what you offer, then dig out that file and compare your competitors with a much different, more positive perspective. And you know, I get it. Since I started on my own entrepreneurial journey, I've had people copy what I do, sometimes word for word. People have set up their own Facebook groups. I'm curiously not allowed to join in. People have targeted my own clients to offer their services. And surveyor-related podcasts have sprouted up since this podcast began. Coaching for surveyors now seems to be the thing. And even Lionheart has started to offer more business-related services. On the one hand, this hurts. On the other hand, I absolutely embrace it because it aligns with my vision of helping spread the word about surveying and I don't have the monopoly on that. I have fun experimenting and sometimes things work and sometimes they don't. But I'm super clear on who I work with and why. And I know it's working because people like you are listening to this podcast right now. 
Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, you can sign up to hear the latest Surveyor Hub news by joining the mailing list at lovesurveying.com. And don't forget to leave me some feedback and let me know your key takeaways from today's podcast.